0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thriving Mosaic. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft and I feel like before I get started today, I really have to apologize for the gap in episodes. It has been on my to-do list for weeks to to come down and, and record content and I just keep letting other things get in the way and I've been asking... <laughs> I've been asking myself, why, why is it so easy to put other things above coming down and recording content and sharing my heart? And the only answer I can come up with is because <laughs> sharing my heart, well, that's a vulnerable thing, isn't it? And I sometimes question and question and question so much of what I want to share that, that I lose its purpose. That, that, so that's what's been happening to me is that I will let things get into my mind and take over in a way that is actually negative to me, even when I know that what I want to share has value not only to me, but also to you. So I apologize. Another reason is that I let other people get into my head. And and that's one thing that I'm really trying, really trying hard to let go of. And keeping in mind that this doesn't have to be a perfectly scored episode. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have completed a score conference, which is a communication conference. It's incredible information taught by Ken Davis and his team of of people who work with him. Absolutely incredible time I went to Franklin in February, I believe. And it was it really was a learning and growing experience. But on the other hand, I think that sometimes I can overthink and try to overplan when really what when really what works for my podcast is just coming down and sharing my heart. So, if you will allow me to continue to be human, which I thank you very much for doing. I am working on my own issues. Isn't that what life is about? And one of my issues is overthinking. And allowing people to help me overthink or try to over plan or over scrutinize what I want to share when really it's about me just coming down and sharing from my heart what I think. And that's what I'm going to do right now. Yesterday, okay, I can't even say yesterday because I'm literally reading all of the time. I'm reading today. I actually took a break from my book to come record these podcasts. It's really difficult because I'm like in that part of the book where all of the drama is like raised to the height and it's coming up on the conclusion. And so you don't want to put it away. But at the same time, now I have something to look forward to that I will be rewarded with when I finish my to-do list for today. So, but yesterday I was reading a story and in this story, we meet the, the lead character whose name is Kelly. She's 32 years old and she is experiencing an unplanned pregnancy and she is terrified. uh, She is unmarried, experiencing an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, She is terrified to tell her mom. And so and she lives a life where she is, she's in a band. And so she's touring. And her mom lives a life where she and her husband are retired, and they live in an RV, and they travel the the country. And so they don't see each other a lot. But they talk plenty. They just don't physically see each other. So she's able to hide a pregnancy from her mom because she's not seeing it. And she's terrified to tell her mom that she's pregnant. And so there comes to a scene in the book where mom shows up and kelly is coming home and she her mom is standing there banging on her apartment door and and kelly is just terrified she's like all right here it goes like this is this is the moment and so they sit down and they're having this conversation and her mom asks her why didn't you tell me that you're having a baby like why didn't you share this with me and and another just another part of the story was that the baby had a heart defect so her Kelly's daughter is going to be born sick and her mom is very hurt that not only did she not tell her that she was having a baby but also that she didn't tell her that this baby was going to be born sick and it just comes to this this beautiful that it it ends up coming to this beautiful moment but kelly says to her mom i just didn't want to disappoint you and you learn that kelly was also an unplanned pregnancy to an unmarried woman and she was a lot younger than than 32 i think in the story she's like 18 or 19 and so while raising kelly she always said i want you to have a career and to be married and then have babies and I'm thinking, and I read those words, and I, I'm, I'm, in this, I'm in this story, and I'm thinking about how absolutely intentional we have to be with our words when we're communicating with other people, anyone, whether it be our children, or our spouses, or our parents, or just our friends, or even even the the cashier at the grocery store. You have to be so intentional about the way that you communicate because our words will be taken into context by their frame of the world. And so when Abigail, who was the mom in this story, is saying to her daughter her whole life that I want you to have these things in this order and that Kelly as a young girl is is taking that, to mean that anything less than that is a disappointment and that she in fact was a mistake because her mom didn't do things in that way. And they come to this beautiful, beautiful moment where she says, no, you were, you know, you were my greatest adventure. Um, you are the best thing I ever did. And it it really comes to this beautiful moment, but it was so, profound to me in thinking that how we communicate with others is so incredibly important. You know, I think, and I use this example a lot, especially when I'm talking about the way I talk to my daughters about their body, because everywhere my 19-year-old daughter goes, people say to her, you look just like your mom. You are your mom made over. You are your mom's twin. Like everywhere she goes, people tell her how much she looks like me. Her response is, I just don't see it. Like <laughs> She's like, y'all are crazy because I don't see it. I can tell you that my daughter looks a lot like I did at that age. And and so, when she is only hearing how much she looks like me, and then on a different day, I'm standing in front of the mirror and I start complaining about, I don't know, my thighs are too big or my bottom's too round, or I mean, pick your thing, pick your thing. What is her mind going to connect? Well, if. I look just like my mom, and she thinks that she 's got fat thighs. Well, then she must think that I got fat thighs too and I, that that 's not what I want to communicate to her in any way and that 's just one example we can the same thing happen to me in a reverse. Um, many people know that I have been on a weight loss journey for what feels like my like all of my thirties and now into my forties which is not true. I'm no longer trying to change weight or change to lose weight. Now I just want to be healthy. And if I never lose another pound, I will, I I think I'll be okay. And I'm not at my ideal weight. But there was a time when I was heavily overweight. And then I lost 72 pounds. So my whole life, people tell me I look like my dad you look just like your dad. You look like your dad. Uh, You have your dad's this, you have your dad's that. And I do have my dad's personality, let me tell you. And it can be fiery sometimes. (laughs) But I was always been told that I look like my dad. My dad is a big man. And so then I go and I lose 72 pounds. And a cousin says to me, wow, you look just like your mom. I'd never heard those words in my entire life. And I was well into, eh, okay, no, not well into, I was in my early thirties and I had never, not once been told by someone that I looked like my mom until I lost 72 pounds. And so then I'm thinking, well, were people only telling me I looked like my dad because I was fat? Because that's not really cool. I don't really, I don't definitely don't support that, you know, that mentality. I do look like my dad. I have my dad's eyes. I have my dad's nose. I, I have my dad's attitude. Um, I'm shaped exactly like my grandma, my dad's mom. It has always been that I take after that side of the family. So that really mess with my mind when then someone says to me that I look like my mom. And It was just, it was just a moment, but it's not just that it is in things that it is in ways that I think of things that were communicated to me as a little girl that then shaped how I saw the world or shaped how I saw relationships because I took meaning that wasn't there because I was a child and I was unable to understand the meaning. I think of if I am, if I am in a mood and someone says certain words to me, I, they are filtered through that mood. So I'm taking them as I heard them in that mood, not as they were intended. So I'm just, I want to always be intentional with how I communicate with others. Do I succeed at this all the time? No. Do I speak in anger? Yes. Am I working on it? Always. It is a constant battle for me to really slow down and communicate thoughtfully. That's the word I want to use. To communicate thoughtfully in a way that not only can express how I feel, but then can be, then can be comprehended how it was meant and not through the filter of someone else's. Am I making sense? I really hope I'm making sense. I just want, I just want to live my life intentionally. Every moment, every day, even when I choose to do nothing, I'm doing it intentionally. Intentionally. And that is no different or that, that, that is no more clear than in the words that I allow to come out of my mouth, especially when I'm communicating with the people who are closest to me. It is so important. So incredibly important. Slow down. Think about what you want to say. Think about the words that are coming out of your mouth before they come out. And think about the person that you're relaying them to and how they're going to be comprehended by that person. Because there could be a way to say the same exact thing framed with different words in a way that will seem less whatever, less harsh, less judgmental, less any number of I mean, really any number of, of words could be filled into that blank. Be intentional about the way that you speak. Be intentional about the way that you communicate and live your life on purpose.